0: Yo, yo, it's your boy, Chris Scannerbury, aka Big Skin.
1: And it's your boy, Jamal Scannerbury, aka Bigger Skin. And we're back for another week on Sandbox Sports Podcast.
0: Yes, sir. We are back and just in time for the NBA playoffs, getting ready to kick off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fire, and we got some beautiful playing games going on right now as we speak.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brooklyn, man. We, we close enough to the tri-state area. Shout out to the Nets. Let's see what happens. But we are rooting for Brooklyn right now.
0: Yes, sir. And we got a lot to get into about what these playoffs are going to look like. So you ready to jump into a bigger scat? Let's do it. Let's do it. playing basketball
1: oh yeah
0: we love the basketball
1: now basketball is my favorite sport
0: yeah down the court Court. (laughs) shout out to the playing right yes sir shout out to the playing and just like you mentioned we got to jump into that Obviously, we know the Nets as we speak just won their playing game, and they will be mm-hmm. playing the Celtics. Yep. But I want to ask you, biggest who do you anticipate is going to win these playing games? And I want you to start with the Clippers and the Timberwolves.
1: You know, um, right now I believe we're we're jumping into the second half of the Clippers Timberwolves game, and mm-hmm. Paul George is so smooth, man. He's he's uh, definitely uh, kind of taking over for the Clippers right now, and Edwards. Free Ann Edwards, I think um, he any, any and everybody that that has talent needs to get up out of Minnesota. I think that's Cat's team, and he solidified that as just a mediocre franchise, and yeah. you got to get uh, Ant Edwards out of there. So ultimately, I think the, the Clippers may come out on top of this game. Don't know what they'll do in the playoffs um, because I don't think is an NBA player anymore, and I think they that's need right. somebody like him. For sure. um, but um, – Shout out to the Clippers, man. I think the Clippers might take this one home. Though I have a uh you know the utmost respect for Anthony Edwards, the young guy.
0: Yeah, man. Truthfully, it's it's tough to watch just because you know where's Waldo? We about right. to put we about to put the striped shirt on Kawhi at this point. Like right. where where's Kawhi at? Because my man has been out since 1962. And man, it, oh man. Truthfully, it's so tough to watch them play without him. But realistically, I don't really want to watch them play Memphis either. They're going right. to get washed. Right, right, They're gonna right. Wash. And like, not that I don't think that Tim- the Timberwolves will get washed also, but I just think it'll be a funner series. Like the Timberwolves versus Memphis, when do we ever get that? <laughs> and, you know, that, that'd be cool. And no, with that, yeah. yeah. You know, with that idea being laid out, I also believe – that the Timberwolves will pull this game out. I think D-Lo is hooping right now, as we speak. Cat had two points and four fouls in the first half. Garbage, but uh, you know we got we got a lot of game left to be played. And I really like the the prospect of what the T Wolves may look like versus the um, excuse me may look like versus the Grizzlies versus whatever the Clippers have left versus the Grizzlies. So I'm gonna go T Wolves on this one. You know, um, it's
1: funny because. With the lack of Kawhi, you, you almost want to say just because of how the Clippers have been performing um, off and on this year, mm-hmm. I, I don't count the T-wolves out. And I yeah. honestly think guys like Pat Bell- Beverly, you know, is a guy, though he's not, a, you know, a key guy. He galvanizes the teams and he's been in playoff teams, even though he's like a pest. I think he's like a fly on the wall. He's the worst basketball player in life. <laughs> he's the worst basketball player. He's the worst basketball player in life. You know, honestly, I think with, with I don't even want to say his toughness, but there's something about Pat Beverly that changed the look of this team. You him know, being like a him being a nuisance and him being there before, you know, might <laughs> have assisted them to at least get to this play in tournament. You know like, what I, I mean? I guess that's true. Because I don't see them any other way outside of the, 12th and 13th seed year by year yeah that's not inaccurate no right so um i'd like to see the the timberwolves in there but i just can't see pg-13 losing to the timberwolves and making pat beverly um kind of clap his way oh um, gosh you know after after his his departure from the clippers with with Mm -hmm. how it was I can't I can't see PG-13 allowing him to just be joyous after this game. So I got the
0: Clippers. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. This is one of the funner playing games I got coming up. And I actually, like, I'm really excited for this matchup. Yeah. Talk to me about the Hornets versus the Hawks. Lamello versus Trey.
1: This is going to be a game of point guard play. Mm-hmm. And I really like LaMelo, but Trey Young is different. He's killing too. He's killing. Like Trae he's Young's in his bag right now. In his bag. I know they dealt with health issues all year. And Atlanta kind of has Atlanta has a team that's streaky, that can get from anywhere between that eight seed to that one seed. You know, mm-hmm. they showed last year, they made it all the way to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. And that's not a team that can't get back there. Right. Um, that's a team with the talent led by Trey Young. Um, you know you got guys coming you got guys on the wing that are talented you got um, a Gallinari um, you got the kid that they picked up out of Sacramento a few years ago um, you got Mr. Collins mm-hmm. with health Atlanta's a team to be reckoned with mm-hmm. um, they're well coached um, Trey Young is arguably a top five point guard in the league um, and you just got to consider that team as being a, comp- a competitive team so I might have to go Atlanta on this one just because yeah. of their experience within the playoffs. Yeah, um, and the youth behind the, the Hornets.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Ball family and what they got going on. I love Lamelo Ball's talent. I just think that they need more pieces. Yeah, they need way more pieces. And, whoo! I've been seeing this passed around. For the love of God, don't let this happen. There's been Much to be said about Russell Westbrook. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say that. Oh, my. Oh, oh my God. Right. Like, please, please. What? (laughs) All of our clips (laughs) in one. Please do not send him there. Please.
1: And, you know, he's a Jordan guy. He's sponsored by Jordan. Why not? um, I just it would pain me to see Russ take away from LaMelo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think Russ is a bad guy I think you know when you look at statistically where he ended up this year in LA he led the team in pretty much almost every statistical category outside of scoring but in comparison to everybody else he literally only missed one game so that means he was still his Russell Westbrook stat sheet stuffing Russ Mm -hmm. but it just looked ugly (laughs) It looked horrible, bro.
0: That part one and two. I'm gonna lead a lot of stats too. If I'm the only one touching the chicken,
1: no, for real.
0: You know, like no. I
1: mean, now, granted, Russ is not. Russ is definitely not the only person to blame when it comes course. to this. No, Here, no, um, you know, you gotta consider uh, a D, being uh, available because he right. never is, right? Um, you gotta consider Vogels. Um, coaching style and Mm -hmm. his his roster rotation decisions Mm -hmm. which were horrible sure and then you got to consider LeBron just being one of the worst GMs in the league although (laughs) year after year when it comes to these exit meetings and meeting with the media he's like I'll let the front office determine this and this this." but you can almost depict what LeBron is going to do for his team just Mm -hmm. based on what he thinks you know the Lakers were really good on two K. Let's just think about that. Sure. If you hated to play against the Lakers in two K this year. Sure. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. But without getting too far off, yeah, I think that I think the issue with the Hornets right now is Gordon Hayward's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamelo's great, mm-hmm. but so is Trey, if not better. Right. And I think that the the Hawks just have a better team all around. Right, right, right.
1: Now, I I do want to say one thing this guy's been slept on um pretty much all year and I, I really like his play style. He's probably one of the most improved players just in terms Miles of Bridges. What he's, Miles Bridges. he's a baller. Just in terms of what he's been able to do, he's not just the dunker though though that is just what we see in terms of his highlights. Mm-hmm. But Miles Bridges spreads the floor. He can knock down an open jump shot. Mm-hmm. Um he's taking guys off the dribble. Yeah. He's playing defense, sound defense, and he's rebounding the basketball. Yeah. Even even getting guys like P.J. Washington into the thick of things. So, um, though I though it'll be really nice to see the Hornets in
0: that situation, I just
1: can't see them beating the, the Hawks.
0: Yeah. I think I'd have to agree with that at this yeah. point. Spurs versus Pelicans. Who you got?
1: I got CJ, man. Me too. I got CJ and B.I. Me too. Um I think we're we've seen the the end of the Spurs dynasty and we mm-hmm. are kind of seeing the tail end of Pop's career. You mm-hmm. know, I think um he has a group of young guys who've been playing well for him, I, you know, grant you know shout out to those guys for getting into the pl- this playing situation. Mm-hmm. But um man, I think the Hornets not the Hornets I'm sorry. I think the Pelicans have turned things around late. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they have talent in BI and CJ now. Mm-hmm. And if Zion can get himself off of the bench. um, There's a few guys that really just grind my gears when it comes to not knowing what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. And Zion is one of those guys. Young, too. Right, right, young, too. So it's kind of like, what are we waiting for? You Mm -hmm. know, like, I guess we're we're not getting any younger, right? But um, I think it'll be a great fit for Zion to come back in the playoffs, just like Ben Simmons, another guy who's just really, like, you know, getting to me with why he's not playing, but sure. you know, whatever the case may be, I got the Pelicans in this one. So let me ask you this: so yeah.
0: it's the assumption that whoever wins the back end play and makes the eight seed for right. both sides. Okay, great. So your seven and eight are the Clippers and Pelicans, right? Okay, and your seven and eight on the east side, Nets and and Hawks, um, the Hawks. Okay, so let's jump into the matchups then. Let's do it. There's something super tantalizing about CJ Zion and Brandon Ingram playing the Suns. But who you got in that matchup? I got the Suns. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Hands down. Come for on, sure. the Suns. For me, the Suns are... With Steph out, the Suns are the best team in the league. Yeah. Um, Devin Booker is should be in everybody's MVP conversation mm-hmm. um, though. He won't, won't be the MVP this year. Right. Um, and I think when it comes to redemption, I think Chris Paul um, has the same effect that LeBron has on mm-hmm. teams. Um, so um, he's going to be healthy this playoff season. And that was uh, something that you feared last year. I think, he, you know, he was off and on with his injuries and things like that. And I think, um, we're looking at a Suns team that can actually do well Mm -hmm. um, throughout this playoff run with the health of the other teams and with the guys that are actually playing and playing, the playing this year. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a walk in the park for them to beat the Pelicans. And then everything after that is just going to fall into place. But I definitely have the Suns over the Pelicans.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love what CJ's done. I love what B.I. has done. I love the prospect of what a young, fresh Zion would be like. But shout out my guy from the Denver series. Sons in four! Whooping ass. If not in three, honestly. But uh, okay, with that being said, let's do Heat versus the Hawks.
1: Mm, it's going to be a tough one. Um, just because I think the Heat really has, has everything they need to compete mm-hmm. for a title this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've They've ramped things up on on the defensive end. They have a healthy team now, and Victor Oladipo is playing well. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Jimmy B, I think if they lose this series, Udonis Haslam is whooping ass. <laughs> just, like, just like the Suns and Four guy, Udonis yeah. Haslam is not playing any game, so I don't see them losing at all to the Hawks. Yeah. Although I think the Hawks has the talent to 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 kind of compete with the Heat. Um, I don't see them. I don't see the Heat losing the series.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that the Hawks are talented and they'll be fun. But just like you said, I think the Heat are good at everything. They're not necessarily amazing at anything, but they're good at everything. Right, right, right. Fun one.
1: Celtics versus the Nets. The Celtics versus the Nets is a fun one just because we didn't expect for the Celtics to be. This is like a, a swap.
0: Yeah. I was you know expecting I the Nets mean? to be the two seed. Right. And mm-hmm. that's
1: you know, projections would have been the two seed, and the Celtics projection, obviously, for me, just because of how they started the season, would have been on the back end of the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Coached very well um by by Coach Yudoka. And then, you know, you have uh JT who's been balling out. Right. Um, but a lot of this series comes into play when we're thinking about if the nets get ben simmons Mm. if not i cannot see a kd and Kyrie show just sweeping past the celtics so easily um maybe the series will go to seven Uh and at that point i may have the nets winning that series Mm. um but it'll be a tough one man you know i'm just gonna go off a whim right now and just say just based off of the way these guys have been playing basketball together the last two months, I'm going with Kyrie and KD mm-hmm. beating the Celtics in a seven game series. We're going, we're going all the way to seven, and I got the Nets winning this one. Yeah,
0: honest with you, I got season six. The season six, and it's not just because that they're a more well rounded team than the Nets. They lock cats up. Yeah. They have been strapping cats, one, and they've been blowing cats out, especially recently. And take that with a grain of salt. There's a lot of teams that have been benching their players towards the end that they know what their seed is going to be in, blah, 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 blah. But like, they've been killing cats. And like, Marcus Smart is everything Pat Beverly thinks that he is. <laughs> like, everything, every way that he thinks he comes off is what Marcus Smart is. And I love the matchup of Marcus Smart versus Kyrie. Kyrie Kyrie, going to get his, of course. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love the way that the, Nets, I mean, that the Celtics match up with the Nets. And I don't think it's going to be particularly – like, of course, they're going to go to six games. But I think that the Celtics are going to handle them down the stretch in the series just because they are lacking depth. And I think that – I'm going to put a Where's Waldo shirt on Ben Simmons as well. The Nets lack depth. And I think that the Celtics – they – they, I would say, what they probably run nine guys, and those nine are solid all the way around. Right, and I, I just like I like what the Celtics have been doing recently, man. I don't know, it's gonna get funky, but I like what the Celtics have been doing recently.
1: I'd like to see Steve Nash's rotational decisions in in the playoffs. Sure, um, he he has a lot of guys sitting that I didn't expect. Yeah, um, but then again, those you know, what do you expect out of Goring Drogic and you know Blake Griffin? Right. And, you know, guys like that around this time. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I really like what Coach Udoka is doing in, in, in Boston, and um he turned things around. So this will be a toss-up, but like you
0: said, a very competitive series nonetheless. 100%. Tell me about um Memphis versus – uh who do, we, who do we pick? Memphis versus the Clippers.
1: I'm going Memphis. Yeah, me too. I'm going Memphis. I think that team – we started off talking about how much fun each team is having when we were talking about the Chicago bulls and mm-hmm. the new uh you know the the Charlotte Hornets Memphis and Taylor Jenkins is doing something that I haven't seen in years. they getting funky they getting funky and they having fun yeah like bro. that's the that is beautiful basketball to me mm-hmm. and though I thought the Spurs back in the gap were very boring, yeah. The Spurs were having fun. Manu, oh, yeah. Tony Parker, Tim Duggan, those guys Go ahead. not comparing these guys at all to the Spurs, no, no, for sure. but just in terms of cohesion, mm-hmm. in terms of team cohesion. And these guys love each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got each other's back, and it almost feels like they were molded within the same time frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got a guy on the back end like Steven Adams, who's super underrated to me. Yeah. Um And John Morant, man, he's, he's, he's everybody's new AI. I feel like he's Mm -hmm. probably one of the best leaders in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, he really has the guys following his lead. I like Zaire Williams. Um, I like, uh, the Brandon, uh, Brandon Clark. Clark. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, um, Justin, uh, Jefferson, who leads the league in blocks this year. Um, I really like that team, man, and Taylor mm-hmm. Jenkins is a hell of a coach. He didn't win Coach of the Year this year because Monty did another really, really, health, uh, really really, good job in Phoenix, mm-hmm. but Taylor Jenkins is right there. You know, He's right there as one of those, those coaches that you kind of got to look out for. So I got sure. Memphis in this one
0: for sure. So the thing that I like the most about Memphis, and you mentioned something about Ja Morant being a great leader. Just off of the effect, I feel like Ja Morant is what Cam Newton was to the NFL – his MVP year. Like just carries a certain swagger and wills the team to win. Yeah. To the point where the record for that team when he was out, they were twenty and four. Like that teams like, you know, we we some dogs. Right. That right. team believes that they're some dogs. And truthfully the this the Clippers have been ailing this whole time anyways. So I don't really anticipate that being that uh competitive as a series to be honest with you. I think this will be I could see this one going to maybe five. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them, but I love the the Memphis this year. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the Warriors versus the Nuggets. This will be a fun one
1: because we're talking about health now. And um, though Jokic has had an MVP-esque season again, and he's gotten the the Nuggets to where they are, they're not beating the Warriors with the healthy Steph Curry. Um, Flat out. That's it. I see the series maybe going five. Mm-hmm. F- five. If six. Mm-hmm. Healthy Steph Curry, the Warriors are definitely winning the series. Um, I got Yoki as my second runner-up for MVP with Embiid winning MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're not beating the Warriors. With with consideration of how Boogie's been playing great, you know, um, Jokic again, another really, really great leader um for that team. He's missing some key pieces that are really that are gonna be conducive to their success against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have those pieces, so I don't see them
0: winning. So Yoke is having an MvP like season, right? And they're still the sixth seed. Yeah. So I think that tells you all you need to know about the matchup here. And I love I love the prospect of Steph being back and healthy, but truthfully the way Jordan Poole has been playing the way Clay Thompson has come on, like, I don't know if it's necessary just because I think Yoke is going to get his, but I think this team just isn't what they've been in the past, the, the Nuggets themselves. Like, I think that I think that they're going to need Yoke to to really carry, and yeah, I think he's capable of it, but the Warriors can score in bunches, and I don't really anticipate it being that close, truthfully. So shout-out to the, the Nuggets and shout-out to Yoke for the season they've had, but I don't see too much hope for them.
1: No, you're right. And shout out to Jordan Poole, man. Jordan Poole is probably my most improved player this year. Me too. Um, I think he's definitely a guy who can transition over to maybe his own team and be a solid point guard or or a two guard for for an NBA team. Yeah. Um, Younger Spencer
0: Dinwiddie. Right. And, you know, not
1: play second fiddle to, to Steph and Clay. I think he'll do really, really good in a team like Washington. Mm-hmm. I think he'll also do really – I like Spencer Dimwitty in Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, but I think Jordan Poole will play well in Dallas. He can fit a, he can fit in a lot of different places for sure, so I, I, I do think um, I certainly agree. Yeah, for sure. Bucks-Bulls. This, one, this is probably going to be – could have been funner. Yeah, but this is probably going to be my favorite series mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because I feel like, like you said a couple months ago, this series would have been really fun. And though I don't think the Bucks are going to lose the series, I have the Bulls. I have the Bulls as one of my favorites. Huh. And um, this is going to be the toughest one for me to decide on just because of health concerns and who I want to win. But I think the Bucks are going to win the series. <laughs> just <I'll>, straight up.
0: <laughs> I, I would probably say the same thing. Yeah. I loved the Bulls going into the All-Star, but – They have been abysmal past the All Star. Like against teams that have winning records, they have been pissed for. Yeah. And I really hope for his sake he can figure it out. But Lonzo's been hurt constantly. And they consistently have to rely. And not that I don't like Alex Crusoe, but they consistently have to rely on guys like that to take over from that main point guard position. Mm -hmm. And DeMar is is great, but you want DeMar Giannis? Yeah. So I'm going to pick that the defending champs will defend at least the first round for now. Right. For sure. Mm. Philly versus the Raptors.
1: I'm going Joel. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going Joel in Philly. I think ever since that Kawhi shot where he kind of stooped down like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Joel could lose another series to the Raptors. Yeah. Um, I think Joel, this is like a prove-it series for him too because he's a candidate for MVP, again, mm-hmm. my top candidate for MVP. And they have a team that should beat the Raptors. Yeah, for sure. You know, James Harden, Tobias Harris. Let's nut up, guys. Let's go ahead and make sure that we can compete. Mm-hmm. Um James Harden has been missing every year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So what James Harden are we going to get this year? He almost, he is not, he's not the top guy. Mm-hmm. He can play second fiddle to Joel and understand that he is really still a crafty point guard.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: he doesn't have to go out there and score as much though. It'll help with a distraction portion for Joel and, the Raptors have a sneaky uh, Pascal Siakam, who's arguably one of the better players in the league uh, this year yet again. But like I said, I just cannot see Joel losing to the Raptors in in another playoff series. Where this is honestly Philly's best run to the championship that they've had in a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though I don't think they'll get there, you know, this is their best chance and team um, in relation to just health based on their team. I like um, Maxi as a point guard as mm-hmm. well. Um, just team fit. I think this is probably going to be their Philly's best run
0: um, at a championship this year. Mm-hmm. I like that take. I like that take a lot. The Raptors are, they're good, but I'm not picking Van Vliet and Siakam over Joel and James Harden. Right. I'm just not like, right. I, I like what the Raptors have done. They started off pretty poorly. And they've really turned it around to make it to the five seed, which shout out to them. But I'm going to pick Joel Maxi, and James Harden and the tutelage of Doc Rivers as well to secure right. the bag here. It, it's a first round, obviously, and I think that the, the Raptors have had a good season, but I think it ends here. Right. This next one, and this is the last one, is one of the most frustrating for me. And I'll get into that, but talk to me. Mavs versus Jazz.
1: It'll be big on. We'll be. We'll. will This. This series will be big on whether or not Luke is going to play.
0: Why was he playing on Sunday? Why would. Why. Why is he in that game?
1: I honestly couldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> outside Jake, of what are the we fact thinking? that, outside of the fact that,
1: you know, he is a guy who doesn't want to sit out, you know, and I don't know load management and all. I, I don't know why Luca was playing.
0: It's so crazy.
1: I think this doesn't. Sh- this doesn't kind of speak on the year that he had, and you know, Jason Kidd's ability to kind of coach that team. Mm-hmm. I think it was just piss poor and maybe just bad luck. Yeah. Um. But applause to the Jazz because I don't think that that team even wants to be with each other. Yeah. Um, their sure. two stars, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. I just don't think that they gel. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's also talk about um, their coach possibly leaving before this even kind of came about. And, yeah. you know, he wouldn't take the Lakers job because... Why are you even talking about
0: the Lakers job right, right now? Right, bro. you about to go to playoffs.
1: Come on now. Yeah. Um, what are we doing here? But... um Without Luca, I don't see the, the 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 Dallas Mavericks winning. I think Luca is their backbone, their front bone, their, their everything.
0: Their femur, their funny bone. Right, you yeah. know. I
1: think, uh, yeah, I think with no question, without Luca Doncic, the
0: the Jazz are winning the series. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing, and that's the most frustrating thing. Not that I was anticipating the Maps doing anything otherwise, but you're about to go into the playoffs, and Luca's playing in a game where you can't affect your standings at yeah. all. You, you can't. So it, it doesn't really make too much sense to me, but hopefully he's able to come back and do something because they're going to be poo without him. Right. Well, that said, that concludes another fun week of Sandbox Sports Podcast. We're so happy to really jump into the NBA playoffs here, and it's been a blast linking up with you guys.
1: Yeah, short week here, but we are excited to talk about the NBA as we get into playoff basketball. This is probably my favorite part of the season, obviously, as we get to the tail end of things. Competitive basketball, competitive basketball, competitive basketball. We're going to eight-man rotations, maybe ten-man rotations in some scenarios, but Mm -hmm. um, we're going to see the best of the best play, and we are a week away from the NFL draft. So a compilation of everything going on here just means sandbox fun. So thank y'all. This is Bigger Skin. We love y'all.
0: And we out. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Skin. We out.